Hi, and thank you so much for being with me today. In our last podcast, my dad, Bill McLeod, shared his testimony, and I truly appreciated that. Then he shared some thoughts about living an abundant life. Reaching the thought of living an abundant life sometimes seems like an impossibility, but we absolutely can get there by receiving all of God's amazing promises. Eternal life. We pass. We're going to heaven. He meets our needs. Uh, The forgiveness of sin, his love, habit answers to prayer. These are amazing promises, and we should hide them in our heart, but share them with others. And always remember, in 1 Kings 8.56, not one word has failed of all his good promises. These promises are hope-giving and life-giving. And yet sometimes we really get in our head with today's fast-paced life, social media, changing technology, the upsetting stories on the news, habit politics or purchases, bills coming in, decisions, debt, insecurities, health scares, grief, pain, seasonal depression from the dark days of winter. There is pressure at every turn, everything coming at us, an overwhelming world of choices we need to make. It's almost like life is rushing by like an F-16. And no wonder anxiety is on the rise. Panic attacks, overextended emotionally, physically, the developing fears that the thoughts that keep popping in our head, are they even supposed to be there? Psychology Today says it's documented that we have over 60,000 plus thoughts a day. And it varies depending on disorders such as ADHD. You could have 77,000 thoughts a day. 80% are negative thoughts and over 500 intrusive thoughts, which equal up to two hours lost each day to intrusive thoughts and their destruction. This mental clutter impacts productivity and robs us of our present. In 2 Corinthians 10.5, it says to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ because our thoughts determine how we live, react in situations, whether we're dealing with anxiety, panic, or fear, um, even how we treat others due to judgment. Taking our thoughts captive, in other words, owning them, then working on transforming what comes into our mind. I have lived what I talk about, what I, what I preach on, you know, really, I know the battle, I empathize, I still struggle with strongholds, with patterns, with fears due to illness, um, you know, causes some anxiety, and it's expensive to be sick. It's just, it's part of life, and I have to practice taking my daily thoughts captive, For years, I own my stuff, my choices, my responsibility, and it works. On November 1st, I broke my hip. And then in December, I found out I have a brain bleed and I'm having trouble seeing. And I'm just getting over pneumonia. It has been a rough few months. And it's difficult to navigate through a day and very expensive to have health issues. Like I mentioned, it's stressful just because you're just trying to get through basic um, functions every single day. And thankfully, I have wonderful 
friend down the street and she's just been great and my neighbors reach out and offer to help and it's such a blessing that we have people that become our family and my family is terrific but we're scattered and I had had this extra time and was able to spend it more in the Word of God and how healing it is um, emotionally and in our heart and our thoughts so when I feel anxiety creeping in if I'm choking on my thoughts my negative chatter starts up I focus on a comfort I go to one of my favorite very important life verses and replace my thoughts with a gratitude with a blessing and a promise such as Philippians 419 and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus God lovingly tells us to cast our anxieties on him and that's where we're invited to shift our focus from the problems surrounding us to the one who holds the universe in his hands first Peter 5 6 and 7 humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you he cares for his children it's not limited to the big stuff he extends his care for the tiniest details in our everyday life casting our anxieties or fear or panic or worry onto the Lord's big shoulders is an act of surrender this is a promise he wants us to fulfill he asks us to do this it's an act of trust and it works when we change our thoughts and replace them with a gratitude in our hearts we begin to be renewed by a mind shift of thankfulness the gratitude for the basics in our life for the gift as I say breath in our lungs heat in our homes God's love is with us and he cares for you so much not all suffering will be completed on this earth you know there could be a lifetime of it but the more we go through the more we learn to trust and our gratitude grows and then calms our thoughts Martin Luther said you cannot keep birds from flying over your head but you can keep them from building a nest in your hair and I think that's great instead of focusing on our outward behavior start with the work on disciplining our mind then we need to do the work like any new habit it takes daily diligence daily work for a lifetime of ruminating intrusive thoughts that can start to literally be reduced and can even go away with daily practice how worth it this passage Philippians 4 8 must be brought into this podcast finally brothers and sisters whatever is true whatever is noble whatever is right whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is admirable if anything is excellent or praiseworthy think about such things and I love this as a mind-changing verse you, you just have to fill in the blanks for yourself what's pure I would say God's love grace and mercy and what's lovely is nature your children our pets you know whatever those things are fill in for yourself but this is one of those verses that I would say put on an index card and fill in those blanks especially if you struggle with where your thoughts go or ruminating intrusive you know if you get a lot of that 
um, you can remind yourself, right, what we're grateful for, what we should be pondering as we're creating new habits. Ask God to help you and lay it at his feet. Lay whatever that is overrunning your mind, just give it to him. Allow him to transform you by the renewing of your mind, which is found in Romans 12 too. And that's why quiet time is so important. And if there is one takeaway here, I would say it's this. Your quiet time is a time to reflect through Jesus's presence and to be our real self in front of his presence. Finding the root of our negative thoughts by asking him, ask him to show us because that's where it all starts in the root. We have to be honest with ourselves. If we cannot be vulnerable with anyone, we can be vulnerable with our Lord, opening up with our heavenly father, our savior, continually seeking him for growth in truth. And he is there for us. Do you know fear not is listed in the Bible 365 times and that's not by accident. May I suggest before getting out of bed in the morning to pray and recite a verse from me right now. I'm using Isaiah 41:10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Such a powerful verse. And at the end of the day, when you get into bed, thank God for his faithfulness and all he does to help us through the day. I love this verse at night and recite it often is Psalm 4, 8. In peace, I will lie down and sleep for you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. If this is something that you struggle with, Joyce Meyer has a great book, Battlefields of the Mind. I highly recommend it. And never be ashamed of getting the help you need. Seek counseling. And I thank you so much for being with me today. If you have a prayer request, I'd love to pray for you specifically. Please email me at comfortbites at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to share your testimony please email me and I will connect with you. Our worship song today is by Jeremy Camp, Anxious Heart. The link will be in the notes. Thank you again and God bless you. Mm -hmm.